You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. This episode is brought to you by Palo Alto Networks, the leader in cybersecurity. As AI-driven attacks increase, organizations can't afford to have network security that's stuck in the past. Discover how Palo Alto Networks can help you predict what's coming and proactively secure against it with a zero-trust, AI-powered network security platform built to secure whatever, whenever, wherever. To learn more, visit paloaltonetworks.com slash network security platform. Atlassian issues critical updates. CISA and the FBI warn of Androx Ghost. A GPU vulnerability hits major manufacturers. A Foxconn subsidiary in Taiwan gets hacked. Australians suffer breached credit cards through credential stuffing. A parade of horrible hackers and scammers. CISO accountability is highlighted at ShmooCon. Cybersecurity VC funding plummets. On the learning layer, N2K's executive director of product innovation, Sam Meisenberg, lets us in on an A-plus tutoring session. And don't ask ChatGPT to handle your Amazon product listings. It's Wednesday, January 17th, 2024. I'm Dave Bittner, and this is your CyberWire Intel Briefing. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. It's great to have you with us. Atlassian has issued a critical update advisory for its Confluence data center and server products to address a vulnerability which has been rated with the maximum severity of 10.0. The vulnerability is characterized as a template injection issue and is present in older versions of Confluence data center and server. It poses a significant risk of remote code execution by unauthenticated attackers and impacts the confidentiality, integrity, and availability aspects of security. No workarounds are available for this vulnerability, and Atlassian strongly recommends updating to the latest version to ensure protection, not only against this critical threat, but also against other non-critical vulnerabilities mentioned in their January security bulletin. This vulnerability is part of a series of security issues Atlassian has been grappling with. In November of last year, CISA included a different Confluence data center and server vulnerability in its known exploited vulnerabilities catalog following a warning from Atlassian's CISO. Subsequently, Atlassian addressed RCE vulnerabilities in Bamboo and Crowd data center and server, and in December, CISA highlighted the necessity for rapid action against other critical vulnerabilities affecting various Atlassian products. CISA and the FBI have issued a joint cybersecurity advisory warning about Androx Ghost malware. This Python-based malware was first identified by cybersecurity firm Lacework in December 2022 and is being used to establish a botnet for identifying and exploiting victims in vulnerable networks. It targets files containing sensitive information like credentials for high-profile applications. 
The advisory details the malware's capabilities, including scanning for and exploiting exposed credentials, API vulnerabilities, and deploying web shells. To aid in defense, the U.S. agencies are sharing known indicators of compromise and tactics, techniques, and procedures associated with the threat actors deploying Androx Ghost. The malware also has the functionality to generate keys for brute force attacks. Tyler Sorensen, a cybersecurity researcher at Trail of Bits and UC Santa Cruz, discovered a vulnerability affecting GPUs from Apple, AMD, Qualcomm, and Imagine Technologies. Named Leftover Locals, the vulnerability allows attackers to steal data from GPU local memory. It's especially dangerous for large language models and machine learning workloads, which tend to process large amounts of sensitive data. The researchers demonstrated a proof of concept showing that attackers could listen into another user's interactive LLM session across boundaries. The vulnerability exposes previously unknown security risks in the ML development stack. The affected companies have responded differently. Apple patched its A17 and M3 processors, but older devices like the M2 MacBook Air remain vulnerable. The iPhone 15 is not affected. AMD confirmed its processors are impacted and is working on mitigation. Qualcomm released a patch in firmware 2.07 for some devices. Other devices may still be vulnerable. Imagine Technologies released a fix in its DDK release 23.3 in December of last year. In Taiwan, Fox Semicon Integrated Technology, a Foxconn subsidiary and semiconductor equipment manufacturer, suffered a cyber attack on January 16th. Hackers hijacked the company's website, demanding a ransom and threatening to release 5 terabytes of client data. Cyber attacks are common against Taiwan's listed companies, but they usually handle these incidents privately. This attack, however, is notable as it involved defacing the company's website and a public ransom demand. The hacker's method of attack remains undisclosed. Around 15,000 people in Australia have had their credit card information compromised due to a credential stuffing scam targeting major brands in that country. The scam uses stolen passwords to access users' other accounts on different websites, especially affecting customers who reuse login details and save their card information on these sites. This event serves as a reminder of the importance of using unique passwords for different accounts to enhance online security. Moving on to a pair of stories about horrible people. Hackers recently targeted online forums used by students and teachers at UC Irvine in California. They attacked Discord groups affiliated with UCI, exposing approximately 3,000 users to graphic videos showing human corpse desecration and animal mutilation. The content was so extreme that it reportedly caused physical distress among some students, including instances of hospitalization due to excessive vomiting. The cyber attack occurred on January 9th, disrupting academic activities and causing significant distress. These Discord servers are student-run and not officially overseen by UC Irvine, according to a university spokesperson. The attackers apparently gained access through a student's login information and demanded a ransom of $1,000. They claimed responsibility for causing the deletion of one Discord club 
and boasted about the impact of their actions. Meanwhile, in the UK, hundreds of pet owners have been targeted by scammers demanding ransom for lost pets. BBC News reports that these fraudsters scan online forums where owners post about their lost dogs and cats, then falsely claim to have the pets, demanding large sums for their return. The scam preys on the owner's desperation to reunite with their pets, often using social engineering tactics to make their claims seem credible. Local police are investigating this widespread scheme and have had some success. One case involving a man in his 20s who was sentenced to three years and eight months in prison for this sort of blackmail. He demanded thousands of pounds, sometimes threatening harm to the animals, and was caught after phone evidence linked him to the crimes. With over 200 victims identified across the UK, the investigation continues to pursue others involved in these offenses. Zach Whitaker from TechCrunch filed a report from the ShmooCon Hacker Conference in Washington, D.C., where cybersecurity experts discussed the growing risks and legal responsibilities in their field. A key theme was the increased legal scrutiny and risks facing professionals, especially in light of recent high-profile legal cases involving cybersecurity mishandlings, like those at Uber and SolarWinds. The conference also highlighted the impact of the new SEC cyber reporting rules, which mandate companies to report significant security incidents within four business days. This has led to a surge in data breach disclosures and emphasizes the ongoing responsibility of companies to update these disclosures. The heightened legal and public scrutiny is particularly affecting high-level cybersecurity roles, The accountability placed on executives, especially chief information security officers, has made some professionals cautious about taking on these positions. Despite these challenges, experts like startup lawyer Elizabeth Wharton, former SEC prosecutor Danette Edwards, and tech investor Cindy Gula advised maintaining thorough documentation and careful communication. They emphasized the importance of transparency and the need to adapt to the scrutinized environment. Moreover, the shift to remote work has complicated the task of maintaining a trusting corporate culture while ensuring everything is properly documented and communicated. The panel stressed the importance of continuing to engage with cybersecurity roles, urging professionals to adapt to these evolving challenges and maintaining a proactive stance in their communications and documentation practices. Two years ago, cybersecurity venture funding was booming reaching over $23 billion. However, in 2023, the sector experienced a significant decline, with funding falling to around a third of that amount, the lowest since 2018. According to Crunchbase, security companies raised $8.2 billion across 692 venture capital deals in 2023, compared to $16.3 billion and 941 deals in the previous year. The downturn was particularly noticeable in the fourth quarter, which saw only $1.6 billion raised. Despite the drop, some cyber startups still managed to secure substantial funding. Blue Voyant closed a Series E of over $140 million. Dallas-based Island raised $100 million in a Series C round, and Verkata secured a $100 billion investment. Ofer Schreiber of YL Ventures attributes this decrease in funding 
to the after-effects of the 2021 surge in cybersecurity investment, characterized by high valuations and substantial funding rounds. He notes that poor decisions made during that period continue to affect the sector. Many firms are still trying to grow into the large valuations they received when funding was more readily available. Startups that raised money in 2021 are now facing the need for additional funding or considering selling as they approach the end of their financial runway. Schreiber observes that startups are now adopting a more responsible approach to laying their foundations, considering current market conditions and investor appetite. Despite the downturn, the demand for cybersecurity solutions remains strong, Global conflicts and the rise of generative AI technologies have escalated cyber threats, making cybersecurity a top concern for companies and governments. Coming up after the break, on our learning layer, N2K's Executive Director of Product Innovation, Sam Meisenberg, lets us in on an A-plus tutoring session. Stay with us. In the complex world of enterprise identity, securing legacy web apps at scale can be daunting. Strata Identity makes it simple. With Strata, you can effortlessly integrate non-standard apps with any identity service, like MFA or SSO, with zero coding and zero hassle. Designed by identity architects for identity architects, Strata works with every vendor, standard and app architecture. This means your apps can now speak modern protocols and integrate seamlessly with your chosen identity services. From securing on-prem web apps to migrating away from outdated identity providers or consolidating them, Strata helps you keep your complex access policies as you modernize your identity infrastructure and get rid of technical debt. Join leading organizations like 3M, Dallas County, and CIBC in securing your apps with Strata. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your identity security priorities, and receive a complimentary pair of AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations with over 5,000 employees. Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire. everybody want to take a few minutes here and talk about our sponsor Splunk. You know, you need to keep operations humming around the clock, but potential disruptions are everywhere. Splunk helps you predict problems and find and fix issues fast so you can reduce risk and ditch downtime. The world's largest enterprises rely on Splunk's unified security and observability platform to become more efficient, resilient, and innovative. With Splunk, you can react quickly, evolve faster, and be ready for anything. Stay ahead of disruptions. Learn more at splunk.com slash resilience. Sam Meisenberg is N2K's Executive Director of Product Innovation. And in today's learning layer... He lets us in on an A-plus tutoring session. Here's Sam. 
Hello and welcome to Learning Layer. In today's segment, you're going to be dropped into the middle of a tutoring session with Jaden Dix, who is actually our Urban Alliance intern. More on Urban Alliance at the end of the segment. Jaden is studying for his A-plus exam from CompTIA, and we're going to do a practice question together. Enjoy. I understand that you brought a question for us to do that you're struggling with. So you want to you maybe pull up that question or read it and we can do it together? For sure. Okay, so I love scenario-based questions because mm-hmm. they not only do they challenge me, but they also give me like a real-world example of what to do. Because, sure. of course, my goal is to actually work in IT, not sure. just know a question and answer it. Sure. So... Let me do the um, first question. So it says, this is from my, one of my practice exams. Okay. You work for a data security firm. Mm-hmm. Your cloud deve- deployment must ensure that the company's data is always available, even in the events of a natural disaster. Mm. Which aspect of cloud computing best addresses this need? Now, there's the, here's the four options they give us. Okay, hang on. One, I want to pause this there, though. Mm-hmm. Before we get into the four options, though, a very good sort of question attack strategy is to think about and try to predict what the right answer would be. Okay. So instead of just rushing into the answer choices, you want to think about what you just read. I'm going to go word for word. Okay. Your cloud deployment must ensure that the company's data is always available, even in the face of a natural disaster. So you can start racking your brain about, well, what are the cloud deployments? What do I know about cloud security? And of course, the other big thing to take from that second half of the sentence is they care about availability. Well, well, they care about data. They care about data availability, right? For example, if you frame things in the the CIA framework, right? Yeah, confidentiality, integrity, and availability. They are asking about that last A. That's the priority, availability, right? So Mm -hmm. the answer, for example, is not going to be some deployment that prioritizes encryption, right? That's not what they're going to look for. We're looking for availability. Well, encryption helps with confidentiality. Oh, yeah, because it helps secure stuff. Okay, secure. Hashing, for example, that might help with integrity because to make sure our, okay. our data doesn't change in unexpected ways or we're alerted to when it changes in unexpected ways, right? Ah, okay, okay. So we care about availability. So when I read this question, I am singularly focused on that priority. And everything okay. else they're going to hit me with is probably just a distraction. So I am going into the answer choice, hunting for a right answer that somehow has to do with availability or supports availability. So Jaden, I think the difference is Instead of just diving into the answer choice and keep reading, we are setting ourselves up for success a little bit by trying to, you know, like Understand internalize. The question fully. Yeah, exactly. We're internalizing what, what we just said. We're trying to predict the right answer. We're going to get trapped or tricked a little less easily by the test maker if we can sort yeah. of, you know, like like understand the question pretty well. Makes sense. All right. So now we're ready for the answer Friday. choices. I'll try that Good. on Friday. Good. <laughs> Good. All right. Now ready for the answer choices. You want to read A. Connectivity. Okay. What does connectivity mean? Connectivity is just, is it on or not? That's, yeah, that's pretty much what connectivity is. Is it on? Pretty much is it on or not? Okay. So 
I'm not sure how you feel about this, but I could see a world where connectivity is sort of related to availability, right? It's got to be on. It's got to be, you know, working. Yes, so but maybe. They're in the question, they're talking about, one, they're talking about security, and two, they're also talking about in case of a natural disaster. Let's say your business got knocked down. And let's say you're multimillionaire, that, that the building is no problem, cool, but you have a whole bunch of lost data now that's making you that money. Mm. You're not gonna wonder, oh, is it connecting? That's that that that's that's stupid. It's not connected, it's destroyed. But <laughs> yeah, that's why connectivity is just not a good answer to use. Okay. Okay, cool. So A is out. Mm -hmm. What does B say? Replication. What is replication? Replication is just the same data, a copy. That's what I'm trying to say. A it's a copy of the same data. Yeah. So based on what we talked about and what how you just define replication, what do you think about that as an answer choice? I think that would be an excellent answer choice because if everything you got got hit and you have a replica, you can get right back to business. There you go. That's right. So I, if, if I were you in the situation, I would feel really good about B. I'm like, okay, I got B. I felt okay about A, but B is definitely better. And mm -hmm. now I go into looking at C and D very skeptically. And that's the type of like mindset you have. Because again, you are controlling the answer choices. You're not letting the test control you. So, all right, read C and D for us. C is automation and D is encryption. All right, so so let's let's start with D, the easy one. Mm -hmm. We already said that that doesn't help with that availability, right? It doesn't. It helps with confidentiality. Nice, nice, good. So E is totally out. And then let's go back to D, which is automation. Tell me about that one. C is automation. I'm sorry, C, C is automation. So tell me about C automation. See, let's say somebody visits your website, right? Mm -hmm. They will automatically get a session ID. Automatically. Mm -hmm. They don't have to ask for one. They automatically get one. What we're talking about is the availability of your data. So uh -huh. that doesn't really affect your availability. That affects performance, I should say. Got it. So I think if I could say this back to you, maybe what you're saying is automation is more like a process. Yes. Right? Yes. It's very and much more of a process. In this case, we're looking for like an actual deployment model. Which which B would be? Yes. Um, okay. Good. So let's let's check the right answer. Can you check it? What, what what's the right answer? It's B. Nice. Good work. Good work. Good stuff. Okay. Yes, sir. So I think maybe you felt the difference there, right? In that multiple choice question, which was a tricky one. We mm -hmm. read the question stem. We asked about, you know, what details in the question mattered. We rephrased the question. We digested it. And then we tried to predict the right answer, which helped us. Even if we didn't get the right answer, it helped us eliminate some answer choices, right? Mm -hmm. So that's a good sort of approach where you feel more in control of the question rather than the question controlling you. Well, Jaden, I wish you the best of luck on Friday. Um, you walk in like you own it because you do. And uh, look forward to having you back to hear how you did. Okay. All right. Thank you, Jaden. Thank you for having me. So I had mentioned that Jaden is an Urban Alliance intern. So I just want to give a quick word about Urban Alliance and the work that they do. They work with schools and employers across the greater Washington, D.C. area, Baltimore, Chicago, and Detroit to address systemic barriers to economic mobility and bridge the gap between education and workforce for young adults of color. 
They're always interested in adding more IT and cybersecurity partners. So if you or your organization is interested, please visit urbanalliance.org backslash contact us. If you or someone you know is just getting started in IT, the A-plus core series certifications from CompTIA demonstrate the fundamental knowledge and skills needed for today's IT pros. N2K just launched an on-demand training course for the A-plus core one exam. As a certified training partner, rest assured you'll be well prepped for the exam. Learn from a top instructor with years of industry and teaching experience, access robust content that's delivered in digestible lessons, and test your knowledge with our extensive library of questions and explanations that cover everything that's on the core one exam. Visit n2k.com slash a dash core dash one to learn more. Again, that's n2k.com slash a dash core dash one. Happy studying. That's N2K's Sam Meisenberg. With over 8,000 threat hunters analyzing over 65 trillion signals daily, Microsoft works tirelessly with the federal government to keep our nation's data secure. This 30-plus-year partnership is driving mission innovation that is secure by design. Whether optimizing your existing defenses or tackling advanced threats with AI, Microsoft gives you the intelligence and the automation you need to defend at mission scale. Let's work together to stay ahead of emerging threats and secure your mission anywhere. Learn more at aka.ms slash fedcyber. That's aka.ms slash fedcyber. And finally, Amazon's marketplace is facing a peculiar issue with product listings evidently created using ChatGPT, leading to absurd and incorrect descriptions. A bizarre example includes a dresser named, I'm sorry, but I cannot fulfill this request. It goes against open AI use policy. Highlighting the misuse of AI in generating product names and descriptions without proper oversight or proofreading. This issue extends beyond a single product with various items from outdoor furniture to hoses carrying similar AI-generated nonsensical names and descriptions. These listings seem to be the work of resellers using ChatGPT to quickly create product listings, likely aiming to optimize for search engines. This approach has resulted in listings that are confusing and inaccurate, raising questions about the effectiveness of Amazon's review process for products in its site. Amazon has responded by removing these listings and promising to enhance their systems, The situation reflects broader challenges in Amazon's marketplace, which has faced criticism for AI-generated fake reviews, potentially unsafe products, and copyright issues. 
The Wall Street Journal previously reported finding thousands of unsafe or deceptively labeled items on Amazon, while the use of ChatGPT for product listings presents lower risks compared to unsafe products, it still signifies a concerning trend in e-commerce. Vendors are minimally investing in their product listings, relying on AI automation for content creation. Amazon, in providing a platform for these vendors, faces scrutiny for its role in this issue, especially as the company explores monetizing AI technology itself. Hey Alexa, come up with a snazzy name for my fancy new dresser. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. And that's the Cyberwire. For links to all of today's stories, check out our daily briefing at thecyberwire.com. We'd love to know what you think of this podcast. You can email us at cyberwire at n2k.com. We're privileged that N2K and podcasts like The Cyberwire are part of the daily intelligence routine of many of the most influential leaders and operators in the public and private sector, as well as the critical security teams supporting the Fortune 500 and many of the world's preeminent intelligence and law enforcement agencies. N2K Strategic Workforce Intelligence optimizes the value of your biggest investment, your people. We make you smarter about your team while making your team smarter. Learn more at n2k.com. This episode was produced by Liz Stokes. Our mixer is Trey Hester with original music by Elliot Peltzman. Our executive producers are Jennifer Ivan and Brandon Karp. Our executive editor is Peter Kilpie, and I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Managing the requirements for modern security programs is increasingly challenging and time-consuming. Enter Vanta. Vanta gives you one place to centralize and scale your security program, quickly assess risk, streamline security reviews, and automate compliance for ISO 27001, SOC 2, and more. You can leverage Vanta's market-leading trust management platform to unify risk management and secure the trust of your customers. Plus, use Vanta AI to save time when completing security questionnaires. CyberWire daily listeners can get $1,000 off by going to vanta.com cyber. That's V-A-N-T-A dot cyber. Vanta.